Welcome to War of the Mind podcast with Lauren Johnson, your weekly dose of real-life experience for you, by you, giving listeners the chance to share their story while helping others and giving us all the opportunity to listen or be silent no more, paving the way for War of the Mind to share these life stories of struggles to triumphs, failures to promise. Here, we are all one, and as one, we can overcome life's journey towards finding our purpose. And welcome to another show of War of the Mind. I'm your host, Lauren Johnson. And last week we talked a little bit about bullying. Um, You know, bullying can lead into other things like trauma. Um, Everybody's different, you know. Somebody's picking on somebody, beating on them, bullying them. You know, that can cause trauma to an individual. And... It's not cool, but um, it happens every day from adults to workplace to our kids at school. And it's sad um, how these kids learn it. You know, a lot of it has to do with parenting. And, you know, you look back in the day, you know, like my parents, my grandma and grandpa, and <clears throat> there wasn't really bullying. People had respect for each other. Nowadays, no one really has respect for anybody. Everybody's out for themselves. And, you know, if you're going to get further in life, you have to be able to open yourself up to ask for help or reach out and help somebody else. And you can't do that if you're sitting there running the streets or at workplace bullying people and thinking you're the best and brown nosing all the way up to the boss. You know, that stuff catches up to you. And, um, you know, that causes trauma to people. And, you know, trauma is an experience that overwhelms a person's ability to cope leaving them feeling helpless and powerless. Traumatic experiences, you know, can include sexual assault, emotional abuse, neglect, accidents, natural disasters, life-threatening events. Trauma can cause, you know, a range from physical to emotional including anxiety, depression, PTSD, and substance abuse. Um, substance abuse is a huge one. Uh, even with COVID, I, I think, you know, caused a lot of people to either relapse or become an addict. Um, I know that statistic rose. Uh, trauma is a complex issue that affects individuals in different ways. Now, there's no one size that fits all approach to the treatment for 
trauma. However, there are some key principles that guide effective trauma therapy. The importance of safety. One of the most important principles of trauma therapy is creating a safe space for the individual. This means providing a supportive and valid environment where the person feels heard, seen, and understood. A trauma-informed therapist will work to create therapeutic relationships that is based on trust, respect, and collaboration. Um, let's see here. Trauma refers to experiences that are overwhelming, often involving a threat or life, threat to life or physical integrity, and can result in long-lasting psychological effects. Trauma can lead to a variety of symptoms, including intrusive thoughts, nightmares, avoidance, hyperarousal, and emotional numbing. There are different types of trauma, including acute, chronic, complex and developmental trauma. Trauma can impact the brain development and there is evidence to suggest that early trauma can lead to long-term physical and mental health problems. There are different approaches in treating trauma, including cognitive behavioral therapy, eye movement desensitization, and reprocessing, and somatic therapies. Um, now, you know, if you're a medical professional, the trauma has a physical injury with long-term health consequences. If you're a mental health professional, trauma has a psychological injury that can lead to various mental health conditions. Social workers... Trauma is a social issue that disproportionately affects marginalization population. Now, I worked in law enforcement for 10 years, and trauma is a result of exposure to violence and other traumatic events in the line of duty. Now, I've seen people die of crashes, seen people commit suicide, I've held kids in my arms, Praying that they're going to make it, um, that, that really traumatized me and still does today. Because I promised that little boy that he was going to make it, and he didn't. And it weighs on me every day. But, you know, the same show, they just, blah, expect me to go to work four hours later and work my shift like nothing happened. Um, that was about the point. Um, I had worked for another four years, but at that point, I really, really wanted to be done. I just, it was that, that, that traumatic event caused me to not want to, you know, be a trooper anymore. You know, military trauma as a result of exposure to combat and other high stress. You know, those poor, uh, her vets, uh, think about everything they see. And 
losing their friends, losing their, you know, comrades, and but yet at the same time, shooting and killing other people. You know, educators, advocates, trauma, systematic issues. You know, it's important important for clinicians to be aware of the potential impact of trauma on their clients and be trained in trauma-informed care. In summary, trauma refers to overwhelming experiences that can have long-lasting psychological effects. And there are different types of approaches to treating trauma that requires clinicians to be trained in trauma-informed care. Now, regarding recommended types of care for individuals facing day-to-day trauma and PTSD, evidence-based treatments include CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy, exposure therapy, EMDR, and somatic therapies. Now, there's also DBT, dialectical behavioral therapy, is also essential for prior prioritizing self-care such as regular exercise, eating healthy, stress reduction. Support groups and peer-led groups can provide emotional support and validation, and trauma-informed care approaches can help ensure the individuals feel safe and respected and empowered in their interactions with healthcare providers, educators, and other professionals. Here's a I have a table here um, outlining different audiences and their perspectives on trauma along with their motivations. Now I can post this on uh, our website or uh, social media and you guys can check it out. It's really good. It's medical professionals, their perspective, and then their motivation. And it's got... So law enforcement trauma as a result of exposure to violence and other traumatic events in line duty and the importance of trauma-informed approaches in policing to promote safety and well-being in the community is their motivation. As renowned psychiatrist and author, you know, the focus has been rooted in research, personal curiosity, um, experience, uh, you know, I have experience, expertise in trauma. I've lived it over the course of my career. I've come to appreciate pervasive impact of trauma to, on mental health and well-being and the power of treatment. Understanding trauma. Um, as we continue to learn more about the impact of trauma on mental health and well-being, it is my hope that we will continue to prioritize research and practice that supports healing and recovery. And this is why I want to eventually build a retreat center so that if a person feels like they're going to relapse or having a mental breakdown, 
don't want to go to the hospital, don't want to go to treatment, don't want to go to AANA, but they want a safe place to go to where they can stay one night, two nights a week, and we'll have, you know, classes and therapists there and peer support and you know, get you back on your feet and just take a break from life. And it's going to be called Milestone Legacy. And that's the long-term goal is build that facility. Um, you know, want to have animals, art, all that stuff. And uh, pretty soon here we're going to be asking for donations. And I think it's something our community needs. Um, I don't think there's enough of them. And, uh, you know, we just have to start raising the money for it and taking donations. So if you're looking to donate, go ahead and check out our Twitter account and you can donate there. And looking at it as we continue to learn more about the impact of trauma on our mental health and well-being, it is my hope. to change recovery by prompting trauma-informed care, increasing access to evidence-based treatments. Trauma is an experience that overwhelms a person's ability to cope, leaving them feeling helpless and powerless. Traumatic experiences can include physical, sexual, emotional abuse, neglect, accidents, and other life-threatening events. There's also complex trauma, which is even worse, and it probably takes a lifetime to get under control. You know, athletes can even face a range of mental health challenges from performance anxiety to burnout. They need mental training techniques to help them manage their emotions and improve their performance. They can benefit from mindfulness practices, visualization exercises, and techniques for managing stress and anxiety. Business owners can even, you know, employees, um, healthcare workers, parents. Parents face a range of stressors from managing their own work, personal responsibilities to raising happy, healthy children. They need practical tools for managing their own stress and prompting positive parenting. They can benefit from mindfulness practices, gratitude exercises, and techniques for managing their emotions and relationships. Elder care workers, first responders, military, mental health professionals, social workers, caregivers. A caregiver, because my wife is also a caregiver. Caregivers face unique stressors from managing their needs of their loved ones to dealing with their own emotional and physical demands. They need techniques for managing their stress levels and promoting positive relationships with their clients. They can benefit from mindfulness practices, self-care strategies, and techniques that their emotions build resilience. Now, like I said before, there's 
CBT, DBT, all those. Um, first one on where we'll cover is dialectical behavior therapy, or DBT, is a therapy approach that emphasizes balancing acceptance and change. When working with trauma, now think about it, DBT can particularly help as it can help clients learn new coping skills to manage difficult emotions, improve relationships, increase self-awareness. Here are three strategic models that can be used when implementing DBT and trauma-informed approach. Now there's an ABC model. Now the word I can't really say, anecdote antecedent behavior consequences model, ABCA. It's a simple yet effective model for using DBT to understand how behaviors, emotions triggered. This model can be used to help clients identify their triggers, understand their relationships between emotions, behaviors, find effective coping strategies. The benefit of using the ABC model is that it can help clients become more self-aware. And self-awareness, we've covered before and how important that is. Um, the benefit and responsibility for their own actions. To use this model, therapists can work with clients to identify the antecedent, what happened before, the behavior and what the client did or felt, and the consequence, what happened as a result or a particular situation. Um, there's also EMDR, which is, um, you know, they do adaptive information, AIP, the three-pronged approach. I'm not gonna cover all these. The window of tolerance, the cognitive interweave, um, here are some strategic models for coping skills when working with trauma. CBT, mindfulness-based stress reduction. Like we said, DBT, trauma-focused cognitive behavioral therapy, acceptance and commitment therapy. Um, Now, you know, with, with trauma, you know, we, you gotta have some resilience and fight. And resilience, you know, is the ability to bounce back from adversity, handle stress in a healthy way. Resilience training is a process. You know, we can't build it overnight. It takes time. Trauma is a deeply distressing and disturbing experience that can cause long-term psychological emotional effects. Trauma can have a profound impact on a person's resilience. Resilience training can help individuals have, who have experienced trauma to build up the skills they need to cope and overcome their experiences. Now an example would be like John has experienced a traumatic event. Yeah, 
is having a hard time coping with it. He feels like he's stuck in a negative cycle and can't move from the experience. Resilience training can help John build the skills he needs to cope with trauma and move forward. Now, like we said, building resilience through self-care. Self-care is so important and I can't preach it enough. When you're, you are doing self-care, your mind and body are in a different place. And you're so much further ahead and becoming that person you want to be and building that resilience. And self-care is the essential part of building resilience. Self-care isn't any activity that you do to take care of your physical, mental, emotional health. I personally like doing art. Um, never did it before. I like going out in nature, bow hunting. I like just like being out in the woods. Um, I really enjoy um, my time with my dog. It's a service dog, Australian Shepherd. He's supposed to be a mini, but he ended up being very, very big, about 60-some pounds, which I don't think is a mini. Um, engaging in self-care can help you feel, you know, more resilient and better equipped to handle stress and trauma. Some examples of self-care include meditation, spending time in nature, and getting enough sleep. Boy, that was pretty close to what I said. Now, you can also develop resilience to overcome trauma with through social support. Social support is a crucial aspect of building resilience. Social support can come from family, friends, support group, mental health. Having a support system can provide a sense of security and comfort and can help individuals to feel less alone dealing with trauma. And don't forget about mindfulness. And with that, we're going to cut it off here on War of the Mind. And next week, um, next episode, I mean, we're going to be giving away prizes um, to anybody that goes to our website, LJ Voice Project, and writes us um, any comments. And whoever the top five that write it first five that write us will get a prize and we'll surprise you tomorrow or the next episode with what your prize is so if you're a listener get on our website ljvoiceproject.com and check out our contact us page and write us and see if you get a prize first five i said first five and with that keep hope alive and we're signing off, and have a good good day. I'm your host, Lauren Johnson. And I want to thank you all for listening to the show today. Uh, <clears throat> I appreciate all the views, and um, 
just go ahead and don't forget to share with your friends and family. And and don't forget to like us on Facebook, The Voice Project. And we're also on Twitter, at LJ Voice Project. And we also check out our email. Um, our website is ljvoiceproject.com. Email is contact us at ljvoiceproject.com. Or we also have Lauren, L-O-R-E-N, Johnson, at ljvoiceproject.com. Um, yeah, we're also, also on Instagram, all of those. I mean, just write us on um, on our webpage and we can easily get back to you. Um, you know, just leave us a phone number, our WhatsApp uh, phone numbers on there as well. So feel free to contact us. We're always available and free to answer. So I really hope to hear from you soon.